Welcome to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Tavishima Ayede. In the last episode, we had a reintroduction to what the purpose of a business is, which is to create customers through the marketing function. And so we came to the conclusion that because of that, we are first and foremost marketers, regardless of whatever it is that we do in the wedding industry. To put it in another way, I am first and foremost a marketer and a salesman, not a wedding photographer. And so the same is for you, whether you are a wedding planner or whatever it is that you do in the wedding space. I also reintroduced us to the ideas that customers are worth more over the long term. And so we need to look for creative ways to keep in touch, to make sure that they don't fall out of the loop. And so because of that, we're going to be able to um, harness more in more interesting opportunities for profit and beautiful relationships in the future. Now today, we're going to go into qualities and attributes that you need to be good at sales. Something that we talk about a lot in the industry, whether as a group or in one-on-ones. And in the last episode, I think, or maybe two episodes back, I mentioned something that I came across on Twitter from the Business Insider Twitter handle, where they were looking at the idea of whether introverts could make uh, the best leaders or not. And that's something that I'm going to address in the future from a sales perspective, but that is not what we're going to look at today. Basically, that's just to show that these sorts of conversations are alive and well today. What qualities and what attributes do you need to be good at sales? Now, the context. This discussion um, I first had in a very formal way during a a wedding planner training class that I mentioned earlier, which occurred on the, I think, 26th of June or so, organized by V's Events, and I was one of the facilitators there who was handling all uh, sales-related issues in the curriculum. So, uh, yeah, that's the context. Wedding planner training classes. So this was the approach that I took. In most of the wedding planning classes that you're going to go um, go through, whether you've gone through V's or whether you've gone through, um, let's say, Wedding Guru. I don't know if Wedding Guru runs our classes anymore, but um, my friend who I reference all the time, Laura Michael Phillips of Posh and Pristine Events, is a graduate of that school. So that's basically where she learned, um, uh, where she learned to apply her trade under the wedding guru. So most likely, whatever training session it is that you have been through, assuming that you're a wedding planner, it's possible that you would have had these conversations um, as well, but in a different light. These courses usually have a segment in the training where you look at the professional qualities and personal qualities that you need to be a good wedding planner. So I'm here to tell you that whatever those professional qualities are, or whatever those personal qualities are, they also apply to being good at sales as well. The same goes for those of you who have taken some form of uh, professional training, whether you are a wedding photographer or you happen to be a cake artist who has gone to one of those uh, fancy, um, what are they called? I can't remember the term, but you know, bakers have these um, real fancy schools where they dress up all nice and fancy and they learn all the um, technical stuff 
not just of the business but of the art as well. There are a couple of those schools in Lagos. Um, my good friend, okay, well, not good friend per se because we haven't really been in touch, but she handled my own, uh, made my wedding cake when I was getting married about seven years ago. That is uh, Lola of Dainty Affairs. She also runs one of those schools. But I think the more fancy, the more the more fancier ones, the ones that the big time cake artists go to, I think is some school in France. And I think there's one in the UK and maybe Dubai. Anyway, bottom line is, I'm sure we've all taken some home profes um, professional classes and it must have been a part of the segments where we discussed professional qualities for X, professional qualities for photographers, wedding planners, cake artists, whatever. And we also discussed personal qualities for wedding planners, photographers, cake artists, or whatever it is that you do. So rest assured that whatever qualities it is that you guys discussed in your classes, they apply to sales. Since I don't know what you were taught, I can't exactly tell you how it would apply, but with some creativity, you will see how it applies to sales. But in general, in hanging out in the circles that I have um, so far, for wedding planners at least, there are a couple of things that always seem to come up. Number one is the question of attire. There's also the question of presentation, uh, you know, presentation skills. Related to it is the uh, matter of um, communication skills. And uh, last but not the least, there's also that famous matter of networking. So, in the circles that I hang around um, wedding planners in Abuja anyway, these are the sorts of things that they um, talk about. Your attire, how do you dress, your presentation, your communication skills, and if you're good at all in networking. So, assuming that you went through training classes and these were the sorts of things that you discussed, then that's very good. These things apply to sale, to sales as well. Because if you are... Um, if let's say they had a segment on um, professionalism now professionalism what it does it helps you appear more credible to the client and um, attire can be subsumed under that heading of um, professionalism how you come across so this is how these sorts of things um, are related to sales your attire are you dressed right are you dressed um, appropriately or if you're one of those people who believes in social signaling, then is your attire giving the right social signaling in this case? And that would help with your credibility. It would help you appear like you have a good head on your shoulders and you know what it is that you're doing. Now, effective communication, um, presentation, all those sorts of things that you're going to be exposed to in the industry, they help in sales because they help you to understand who it is that you're speaking to, they help you understand your bride and groom. And because you understand the bride, the groom, or other people who are in the decision-making matrix, you know, uncles, aunties, mommy, daddy, it depends on who is relevant at the time because it's not always the bride um, or the groom, sometimes it's the, the parents. If you're able to understand them, effectively if you're able to understand them then you're going to be able to effectively persuade them assuming that uh we have a meeting of minds that there is a need and you are able to fulfill that need and then finally um networking networking is important 
in selling because it helps you to be open to future business opportunities and cultivating relationships. So, um, assuming I haven't said something that you've been exposed to before, you see how these tie into sales and are going to be very um, useful. But before I move on to what I think is the most important um, quality or attribute that you need to have, I'd like to harp on the effective, on the, the, the communications bit, communications and presentation. Because in the industry, typically when we focus on it, we really dial down on what it is that we have to say. So wedding planners and wedding photographers, when they are sharpening their presentation skills, what they have in mind is that they're going to be uh, on point, they're going to be um, articulate, and they are going to... Um, basically, what I'm trying to say is that the, when we say communication, at least for wedding planners and wedding photographers, what we have in mind is us. We're looking at us as the focus of the message and we're concerned about how we are sending that message out. Now, the reason why I'm harping on this is because, um, first of all, I think that's a wrong perspective to have. And the reason why I have that perspective is because my father was a professional journalist and he had some training in radio. So he was able to expose me to uh, the communications matrix is something that we discussed quite a bit when I was a kid and he was able to open my eyes to a couple of things. Now, the ordinary person, this includes wedding photographers and wedding planners, when you speak about communications, you're only looking at yourself as the, uh, as the sender of the message. But my father was able to get me to understand that there are lots of other things that we need to focus on when communicating, that there's, it's not just the sender who's important. You also have a receiver on the other end, in this case, who is the bride and the groom, or their parents. But in between, we have this process, uh, we have this um, other features of communication, which are the medium that we're choosing to communicate through. We also have to pay attention to that. Are we having a face-to-face -face communication? Is this going to be over zoom or skype or is this going to be through um, sms and then there's the process of decoding the message that means we understand what it is that we need to say and we put it in the manner that we think the receiver the brides and the grooms will be most receptive to now here's the tricky bit there's a process of decoding the message when the message gets to the bride or to the groom or to their parents, they have certain filters that they are listening to the message through. And so they have to decode, basically unwrap what it is that we've said. We thought about what we want to say. We thought about the medium. Okay, it's going to be an email. And then we wrap it up in some words and then we hit send. Now they open the email and then the process of decoding, they have to unwrap all the text that we have and try to get at the root of what it is that um, we're trying to say. So this is one of the key um, processes that uh, parts in the matrix that we need to pay attention to, the process of decoding. And my father also uh, pointed out that communication is not linear, it's cyclical. So we think we've sent the message, that's good and done. 
but we need to uh, we need to look for um, feedback to be sure that they understood what it is that we were trying to say. And then when we take that feedback, there are times that we'll see that our message wasn't clearly passed across. And then we have to start the whole process again. So seek feedback. Be sure that you understood what it is that they, um, that, uh, what they understood that they heard you say. And then you start the process all over again. Um, you encode your message. You send it back in a way that this time, hopefully, they'll be much more receptive to. And it's a loop. So uh, um, to be effective, communication is concerned with feedback. And the whole um, cycle keeps going round and round and round and round and round. It's not linear. So we wedding planners and photographers, I'm picking on wedding planners and photographers, not because I think they are the key culprits, but because they are the ones that I hang out with the most. And so that's why I see this flaw. We need to pay more attention to the decoding bit and the feedback bit. We need to get feedback to be sure that they understood and then start the whole process of communicating all over again. So that's what I meant when I said, if you're able to understand what is important to them and how you're vibing off them, you will eventually be able to persuade them that you are the best planner for the job or the best photographer for the job, assuming that you have the skills and you have the chops to back it up in the first place. So that's it about um, stuff that you will typically come across in your um, classes, um, attire, presentation, communications, networking, professionalism, those sorts of things. They're all important in sales. So whatever it is that your teacher taught you, they are important in sales. So make sure you keep that, um, <clears throat> make sure you keep that notebook handy, the one that you used in your training. Uh, with a little bit of creativity, you will see how they apply to selling. Now, my own opinion, the most important um, quality or attribute that we need to have in sales is we should always project and predict growth. We should always have good outcomes in mind. Now, I know people don't like this mindset and woo-woo stuff, but this is why I think it is the most important quality to have. Because personal selling is really hard. It's Personal selling is hard. It's not easy walking up to total strangers. And um, uh, it's not easy doing it once, not to talk of doing it repeatedly over time, which is what we do when we go to wedding fairs or we show up to the client's home or to the office um, so it's not easy, especially in the early days when we're trying to gain some momentum. We're going to have to do a lot of personal selling. Now, if you don't have those positive vibes around you, if you don't have those IRA vibes, you're not going to push yourself to max out your potential. You will go, you have the first meeting, someone will say no, another person will ghost you, and you just say, ah, what the heck, you know, the latest episode of the Umbrella Academy is out on Netflix. Let me just watch one or two episodes and tomorrow I'll try again. And without this, you lose the momentum that you, that you need um, in the early days to get the, the business um, up and running. Because like Brian Tracy says, building a business is like trying to fly um, a plane. You need a lot of momentum when you're on the 
uh, on the tarmac when you're on the um, yeah I think that's what it's called the tarmac you need a lot of mo momentum when you're on the tarmac on the ground and then when you get up into the air you can now ease up on the thrust and then you can let um, wind resistance and uh, all of that take over so it's going to be an easier ride once we have gotten some momentum in the early days to get us off the ground and that's the reason why uh, always predicting growth always predict projecting growth always having good outcomes in mind is the most important uh, quality or attribute that you need to have to be good at sales because personal selling is difficult and you're going to need that to push through now that leads us to another interesting topic that i would like us to look at in the next episode which is rejection which you're going to face a lot of but as a summary of what we've discussed before even though we'll get into the meat of it in the next episode remember that the rejection you get in personal selling is not personal when you go to meet the bride and the groom, they're not rejecting you. They are rejecting your business offer, your solution. You know, it's a business thing. It's not a personal thing in most cases. In some cases, it might be personal, but we'll get to that in, uh, in the future. And then when you experience rejection, it's because there was a failure to qualify. It's something that I've mentioned in a previous um, episode. Qualifying is making sure that you're speaking to the right person, that the person has a need of what it is that you sell, and that the person has the budget to be able to work with you, and that there's a sense of urgency in making the decision. Because if all the qualities, if all the other things are there, but there's no sense of urgency, then there's very little that you can do. So, remember, rejection, it's not personal. Often, it's because there uh, was a failure to qualify. But regardless of the outcome, whether you're rejected or not, always project and predict growth. Always have good outcomes in mind. Always keep those good vibes about you. Always assume that there are good outcomes ahead. And that is what would make you continue selling today, tomorrow, and next tomorrow, instead of taking a break to watch the um, Umbrella Academy on Netflix or green leaf or whatever it is that um, catches your fancy speaking of netflix maybe in future i might start making some recommendations as well on what my own personal shows are so thank you very guys thank you very much guys for listening ah gosh okay i've hit 20 minutes sorry about that i'll try to keep the future episodes short and to the point and take regard for your time so thank you very much guys for listening as usual any questions comments queries or suggestions you can hit me up on email i you can find me at ayede dot t-a-v-e-r at gmail.com that's ayede.tave at gmail.com or you can hit me up phone call sms whatsapp on 0806466 2140 Thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode.